Hello, and welcome to Big Dumb Movie, where we discuss movies of the big dumb variety. I'm your host, Corey, but you can call me Rocky, and I'm joined today with my co-host, Josh, also known as Tum Tum. Say hello, Josh. What's going on? Are you okay that I just declared that you're the Tum Tum? Oh yeah, no, who's got the jelly beans? <laughs> who's got the jelly beans? Oh yeah. So we're of course talking about Three Ninjas Kickback today, the sequel to the classic 1992 film, I think. Yeah, Three Ninjas. 92, yeah. What, uh, what year did this come out, 93? This was 94. Uh, alright, okay, so they took a whole two years. They did. So they took a couple years, then they filmed this, and Three Ninjas Knuckle Up back to back. Now, interestingly, Knuckle Up was filmed first before this movie, Three Ninjas Kickback. So that's why Three Ninjas Knuckle Up has the original cast, and this one only has one returning member. Yeah. I, oh, man. I was going to say, like, the first thing I thought when I started watching the movie was like, who the fuck are these kids? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't remember any of these kids. They even got the parents to come back, but I'll tell you what happened. So the guy that played Rocky, Michael Trenor, he quit acting after Three Ninjas Don't Go Up. He's just like, ah, fuck this, I'm out. It's probably a good thing. I, I know there's not a great reputation uh, for Hollywood and what they do with kids and stuff. It, so yeah, I get it. Chad Power, who played Tum Tum, he wasn't in this movie because he was in a TV movie that he was filming at the same time called Couples. So he was just too big of a star, obviously. Obviously. Did you miss him? Did you miss the originals? I did. I, f I never thought I would think that, but yeah, I was like, oh, this, is, this doesn't feel right. It felt like, uh, you know, when uh, Don Cheadle shows up in Iron Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> They have to say his name right away so you know that it's Rhodey. <laughs> right? Rody. Yeah, you're Rhodey. My hey, good old Brody? friend from the first film. Ah, all the adventures we had together. Remember you almost put on the suit and then you were like, no, I'll do it in Iron Man 2? <laughs> you, you, you remember it? You said next time, baby. Next time, man. Uh. So, uh, speaking of three ninjas, we, me and you were talking a little bit off the air about... Um, three Ninjas reboots or sequels or remakes and it's coming it's coming it's got to well I'm sure one will come down the pipeline eventually I don't think there's any in the works right now fortunately I mean we'll, we'll get there but we wanted to do something a little bit different this episode something that I've kind of been wanting to do on this podcast but I've never really been able to get Steve or anyone else to agree to which <laughs> is we pitch our own idea for the movie. So that's what me and Josh here are going to do. We haven't told each other our pitches, but we're each going to pitch our own version of Three Ninjas that's either a reboot, a remake, or a sequel, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right, do you want uh, Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Tell me what you got. I'm just going to be All a right. silent observer. All right, so uh, we're going to like uh, Doom 2016 it. This could be considered a sequel, or it could be considered a soft reboot. However you want to go, alright? So, uh, we're gonna go in a dark, gritty direction. We got Tom Cruise as Rocky, because first of all, he he's the right size. You know, he's still child size. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, plus this will be a challenge for him. He's always looking to push himself, so this will be a great challenge for him. And then we got Colt being played by Steve Buscemi. 
and you know, not life has not been good to Colt, you know. And yeah, of course, got, he looks like Steve Buscemi now. I he mean. looks like Steve Buscemi now. <laughs> so, and then we obviously have uh, Vin Diesel coming in as Tum Tum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So now uh, this is an action movie. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, the more I think about it, we're gonna go straight just reboot. This is a retelling of the original story. So uh, we got Ed Norton as Snyder and Sir Patrick Stewart as Grandpa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and rather than like you know just a bunch of just weird shit, I- I'd like to have them like actually doing ninja shit. So we're we're gonna we're gonna. Take liberties with the source material. So, Snyder used to be uh, best friends with Grandpa. You know, they're still good friends. And uh, Snyder seeks out Grandpa. Uh, you know, I need you to do this ninja favor for me, for this ninja thing. Good old friend of mine. And boom, it was a setup. And Grandpa's now in fucking prison. So, <laughs> it's up to the three ninjas to actually ninja the fuck up and gather clues and be stealthy and do ninja shit rather than, you know, recycle the plot of Home Alone. Okay. Totally different movie. Totally different movie. So, what? all right, what do you got? Okay. I, I like your idea, by the way. It's awesome. I might have went uh, a little too far in some places. <laughs> As, it's all good. as you and I tend to say a lot. Um, so mine's a little bit longer. I do like yours though. But all right. So mine is a reboot slash continuation. Right? So I, again, I'm sorry if this is very elaborate. I apologize. No, it's all good. So try to picture it. All right. It's modern day and it opens in like a misty alley. And there's an exterior shot of this seedy dive bar. And the camera kind of pushes in and there's like saxophone music you know from lethal weapon playing in the background and we see a guy at the bar sitting by himself and he's like wearing a trench coat and a hat and it's kind of like a noir movie but but only at the beginning for some reason so it's just here and the bartender walks up to him and he's kind of like polishing a glass and he says hey what are you having tonight rocky and the, and he brocky looks up and he says ah the usual johnny makers on the rocks and he, he kind of has like an internal monologue after he takes a drink. He says, uh, here's to you, Emily, my number one dame. I'm going to get that son of a bitch who did this to you. You hear that? I'm coming for you, Snyder. Oh, no. It's kind of like some dramatic music, you know? The plot thickens. And uh, Rocky walks out of the bar and the bartender says, hey, Rock, see you tomorrow night, eh? And Rocky says, no, I've got a date with justice. Oh shit, man, this is getting good. And that's where you get like the intro credits, so it's a revenge story, like Snyder killed Emily, he's back, and Rocky has to, you know, stop him. We're Lethal Weapon 2-ing it. So what happens is, like, no one knows how Snyder came back, because he was presumed dead, but he killed Emily in front of Rocky, while Rocky was watching on a rooftop, like in Last Action Hero, like Jack Slater 4. Like, it was like that whole scene, basically. <laughs> so, Rocky knows he can't beat Snyder alone. He needs the three ninjas. And there's a big kind of assemble the crew scene, like an Armageddon. He has to go, he goes to find Colt first, and Colt has a cattle ranch called Colt's Colts. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Rocky drives up to the ranch while Colt is doing some kind of, like, horse shit with, I don't know, with like a last, I don't know what the fuck these guys do. <laughs> like, with like a rope. <laughs> and then 
uh, like Rocky approaches Colt and Colt's like, you've got a lot of nerve showing up around here. But like Rocky takes off his sunglasses and he's like, he's back Colt, Snyder's back. So Colt's like, that son of a bitch. And they, they team up and they get together and now they gotta find Tum Tum. Now, when they're going to find Tum Tum, you can tell there's like some tension. They're both uneasy. There's something they're not saying about it. They go into this restaurant but they don't actually go inside. It's like a big misdirect. They're walking up to it. Then they go around back to the alley and Tum Tum's like living in a cardboard box. He's oh. like a homeless guy. Is it played by Jack Black? You know, I didn't cast him. I probably should have, um, but I'd like to think he's more scrawny. So okay. like Tum Tum is like super scrawny. He's like a drug addict. There's like heroin needles all around. And he's so, like, hey, can I get a cigarette, man? Jason Statham. <laughs> and Rocky's like, Tum Tum, it's us, two ninjas. Well, you. There's three of us. You're the third ninja. We need you to join us so we can be the three ninjas. You know, it's kind of, you got to get with us. They explain that Snyder's back and Tum Tum, he doesn't want to join him. But he, he kind of agrees eventually. And right as they're about to leave, Tum Tum like reaches back towards something. Like he's going to get a little baggy. And Rocky's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's just my lucky jelly beans. So he's like bringing the jelly beans with him. Nice. Bringing now, the Tum Tum. circle. <laughs> So Tum Tum, he has to go to rehab. And a lot of the movies, like his time in rehab, he's having like heroin withdrawals. He's going to NA meetings, doing the 12 steps. He's like getting chips. There's like montages of him like getting sober. And then they go after Snyder and they have this big action scene in this industrial warehouse. Now there's a bunch of ninjas with swords and we get like the big trailer moment. We should run, we should hide. We should open fire and they just like pull out these like semi-automatic rifles and they just like start unloading on all the ninjas like they're not doing that kid bullshit anymore. They just fucking shooting them. It's more like um, it's like a Seagal movie. He's just like unloading on them. Anyway, so they face off with Snyder. He's like a cyborg. He's resistant to all known weapons. He kicks their asses. The bullets just bounce off him. But like during the fight, one of his circuit boards is exposed. And Tum Tum, like, kind of at the last moment, takes some jelly beans and he, like, mashes them in the circuit board. And it, like, paralyzes Snyder. And he, like, can't move. And they're about to stop him once and for all. But then there's a twist. There's, like, a reveal. You know, in, like, Spider-Man 3, when uh, Sandman's like, I was just doing this for the money. I have a sick daughter. That's Snyder. He does, he does that whole story. He's like, oh, I just have a sick daughter. I just was robbing banks for the money. So they let him go, right? They... Snyder just like, okay, well, you can go. Because they realized the important thing wasn't really defeating Snyder after all. It was getting their family back together and getting Tum Tum clean. Four <laughs> strands of rope, no strains of dope. And this is why this movie is called Three Ninjas Kick Smack. <laughs> Dude, it's brilliant. I want to give you a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I probably went a little too far in some places. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. There's like, you had a, a complete act one, act two, act three. I had, a, <laughs> I had an elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, imagine me trying to restrain a Hollywood executive. Be like, no, listen to the whole fucking thing. I gotta get to the end so I can tell you the title. Yeah, then it all comes together. It's the heart of the movie. Uh, so uh, thank you if anyone is still listening for listening through my very long pitch and Josh's, which was much more succinct. Yours is probably better anyway. No, it's all good. 
It reminds me of this drunken pitch we had for a, a fourth Lord of the Rings movie. It was uh, Old Hobbits Die Hard. <laughs> where like uh, the military comes for Sam who now lives on a farm yeah very Rambo-ish yeah huh. I-, I love it I'd love to hear more man <laughs> <laughs> we need to get these ideas out there to an executive you know it's just it's just a shame that we're not movie producers right yeah <laughs> if only if only I-, I had the money I would make the wildest shit <laughs> Speaking of uh, having money and making the wildest shit, so the most interesting fact I could find about Three Ninjas Kickback is that apparently it was one of Kim Jong-un's favorite childhood movies, you know, the North Korean leader. And he had this movie remade with Korean actors. This was reported by, like, high-ranking North Korean defectors. So we need to get our hands on that. I, yeah, I need that in my life. What does that look like? Oh my god. I imagine it looks similar to uh, when they make Ben Stiller perform in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine how good that is, but... Oh, man, that's... Oh, man. I, yeah, I, I have no words. That's, that's fucking mind-blowing. I gotta process that. <laughs> So something I forgot to say, we are doing kind of like a ninja series here on Big Dumb Movie, me and Josh. Uh, maybe other people will want to join in, but we had so much fun doing the Surf Ninjas episode that I think it would be cool if we did more ninja movies for the podcast. And I know you've done your share of ninja-related movies on your show, oh, absolutely. Review Inc., Review Dude. Everybody needs ninjas in their life. Absolutely. What was your take? Because you did a video on Three Ninjas. What was your overall takeaway from the first Three Ninjas movie, the classic one? Well, retrospectively, after watching this one, it seems a lot more charming. Uh, It does. uh, This one seems a lot more cynical and just whatever the fuck, throw everything. But uh, maybe it's nostalgia, but like uh, I'm a little forgiving of uh, the original uh, like it's, it's a little cheesy, it's a little corny, but it's got its moments where it's a little charming at the same time. Yes, uh, I agree. I I had a little bit of that with this. I, I really did, because I watched this one too as a kid. Kind of a lot. I, I, I grew up more with the third one. So yeah, there's this one and then the third one, which obviously, you know, they travel back in time to medieval Japan. That's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, which, by the way, the bad guy in this movie is also the bad guy in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. What, is he the dickhead on the horse? What is, who is he? Uh, he's the guy that gets the bell dropped on him, and when they uh, get it off of him, his hair's all spiked up, and they're like, uh, oh, look, it's Don King. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shoot me, man. <laughs> <laughs> that joke has not dated. Uh, but... I guess we should get into this movie we're here to talk about, Three Ninjas Kick Back. So everybody, yeah, everybody can kick back, knuckle up, and, you know, maybe we'll take on Mega Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so this one opens up very much like the first one. They they get you 
by reminding you of the first movie because the kids are just doing their training sequences with grandpa they're fucking i don't know they're fighting him they're throwing stars or what are they doing josh they're still yelling aya that's what they're <laughs> they doing are, aren't they we forgot to mention this it's surf ninjas but the surf ninjas also yell aya what is it with fucking 90s ninja movies uh and them yelling aya with everything they that they do every fucking slight fart that they make aya <laughs> Oh, we'll get to the farts, man. Oh, shit. I had already forgotten about it. <laughs> so they're training with Grandpa like they always do. Um, Grandpa, though, he's going to go to Japan. And he wants the kids to go to study with the Grandmaster. Grandmaster who taught him, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but we get a flashback 50 years ago. We see Grandpa. He beat some guy in a contest. And then he got like a special dagger as a prize. And... Supposedly, it's the key to a golden cave, a treasure cave of wonders. Tum Tum's like, whatever happened to the guy? He's like, oh, who knows? Not like he's going to be the villain of the movie. He runs a car wash now. It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> you get a good deal there. Get a full wax for 20 bucks. Uh, but we get to see in Japan this guy, obviously, like you said, he's the villain. Now, any uh, Karate Kid 2 vibes yet? Yes, obviously. <laughs> uh, they they do establish that there's definitely not a cave of gold. They keep they reiterate that that's just a myth. Right, of course it is. De definitely but, don't bank on that being in the third act of the movie. But we get a continuity error pretty quickly because uh, Grandpa Mori, his name is Mori Shintaro in this movie. And they say multiple times in the first three ninjas, it's Mori Tanaka. I know when I want it's Mori Tanaka. But, but our grandpa's there. Oh, Mori Shintaro. Do you know him? Oh, shit. I, I didn't pick that up. That, nice catch. What, what dumb cunts. What lazy bastards. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know what the deal is with that. Is Tanaka not Japanese enough? It sounds pretty fucking Japanese to me. <laughs> Me too. I mean, maybe not the Mori part, but they kept that. I mean, like, well, obviously I'm guessing they just didn't watch the fir fucking first movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Like, no, they, re they really thought they brought the original cast back together. The three ninjas now are all on a Little League team, the Dragons. So oh. that's what we see next. <laughs> Do you, Anything... Uh, Noteworthy for you? When the baseball game starts, yeah, it's all like, uh, it's the Mustangs versus the Dragons. I was like, oh, I wonder what fucking baseball team they're on. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that Colt would be on the Mustangs. Oh, yeah. You gotta add in a little snare drum there. Uh, we see Lisa Di Marino. Hi, Lisa Di Marino. Lisa Di Marino. Oh, man, he's... He's such a player. He's he's like the Kirk of Three Ninjas. <laughs> you mean Rocky, of course, yeah, right? Yeah, Rocky. Yeah, he's he's balls deep in so many girls. <laughs> oh God, knuckle deep, I guess. <laughs> My wife walked in on a scene with Rocky, and she said, "Oh, he's '90s hot, like for like you know '90s teen kind of." By the way, I, I guess we glossed over like the opening bit where they're training. They're all in their like ninja masks and everything. 
It's so obviously a stunt double for, for Rocky, Grandpa for Rocky too. Oh, like okay. the hair look like he looks so obviously Asian. The Grandpa stunt double is just like a normal guy that has like a pillow in his like stomach area. I know that's the most baller thing ever. It's like they didn't even try. <laughs> of course, they train with the masks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. What's going on at the baseball game? Uh, so Rocky can't get his head uh can't get his head out of the gutter just thinking about that sweet sweet what's her name lisa lisa d marino lisa d marino pussy and they just completely botch the game now did you notice the the bully is also the bully from the first movie that dude is back. He got his ass kicked in the, at the end of the first right? movie. Well, Why is he still trying to pick on them? You got the fucking shit beat out of you already. I guess it depends on which version, because <laughs> in in the American version, he gets beat up at the end, but in the European version, which I grew up on, uh, he doesn't. What? They never get the comeuppance, the bullies at the end. That's but The version that I had on VHS, there's a couple differences, and I'm referring to the first Three Ninjas. So they the kids lose the basketball game in the first one, and they also don't fight the bullies at the end. That's hugely underwhelming. Yeah. Because the version I grew up in, they beat the shit out of them at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that kid's back. He's now like 25, but you know he's got nothing else to do. He still <laughs> wants to bully them, even though he's got like a rat tail. <laughs> he's got a rat tail. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's picking on little kids. I he's, don't know what this guy's doing. He starts picking on Colt, and Colt breaks a fucking bat over his knee, and he still wants to fight the kid. What I mean, is this kid is strong. You? He's going to fucking murder you. <laughs> like, you've already got your ass kicked, and you continue to bully him, and then he breaks a bat over his... Do you not... Like, there are grown men that can't do that. I can't do that. No way I would fuck with Colt. Like he's a fucking wild card. He's all like, nah, I can take him. That ain't shit. Did you not learn your lesson? I guess not in your European version. Just because you're 25 doesn't mean you can win. Now, uh, kind of in the background, uh, back in Japan, we see... So Koga is the name of the main villain. He's Grandpa Mori's rival, Karate Kid 2 style. He hires some goons, doesn't he? Yeah, oh my god. Talk about, like, of all the things to kind of bring back from the first movie, you had to bring back these surfer, like, rock-style henchmen, and it's the worst versions ever. I, I don't even know how to put it into words. They're so cringy. The surfer kind of guys from the first movie have a bit of charm to their, like, their shtick. I don't know. They're actual, like, surfer guys, because when you first see them, they're, like, oogling a magazine that has yes! a surfboard on it. Yeah. These guys are, like, metalheads. I guess they're more like the Bill and Ted archetypes. There's uh, three of them, though, and they're they're just the worst. They're, they're so inept. I'm going to keep a lookout. You two go and do the deed. I'm going to okay? flatten you. Focus. What are you hitting me for? He's doing it. I got to do all the work around here. And they're not funny. They should fight the guys from the first movie, but the guys from the first movie would win. The Yes. See, but the guys from the first movie, they had, like, actual jokes. They were actually funny. I chuckle in scenes. Like, there's the, the scene where uh, they're watching the, the three ninjas ride their bikes, and they're not paying attention to the road. 
uh, <laughs> and the one guy's like, you know, slow down, slow and slow, slow down, down, slow and <laughs> and they wreck right into a cop cart. Like that's funny. Or like when they when they break into the three ninjas' houses and they got the pizza. It's like this kidnapping is way better than armed robbery. I never got a pizza <laughs> on a robbery. Right? And then they're talking about like the kid. They're like, I bet they're pretty sweet kids. Like that's. We awesome. should save some for the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, saving pizza for them. These guys fucking blow. <laughs> we got Asian blonde man, Encino man, and other guy. <laughs> Encino man, yeah. <laughs> he is stupid, man. Like that, like nobody in the world, like that's so unbelievably stupid that it becomes like a, like an Adam Sandler movie. It becomes so just like reality breaking. Nobody's that stupid. I agree. So these idiots, these three goons, they go to break into Mori's cabin. Now Mori's gone. He's left. He's gone to J- Japan or whatever. Again, but we the gotta kids have to bring back this fucking obligatory like Home Alone style shtick where they attempt to break into the cabin. And it's not as good though. There's there's it's... virtually no setup for it because they just arrive. It's yeah. They just kind of and like yeah. The traps aren't elaborate. They just kind of hold the door closed throw jelly beans on the ground with oil and or it's not jelly beans it's like oil and whatever who gives a shit right it's so bad and it's so quick it's such a big part of the first movie and i'm not saying that it's like great but if they're gonna try to redo it which they are because they're trying to hit some of the same beats as the first movie you got to do it right and there, yeah, just to do no this build, really half-assed attempt doesn't there's work. There's no build-up towards it, like you said, and then it, the stunt work, like, they're so obviously doing the type shit, and it doesn't look believable at all. It, I don't remember Three Ninjas Knuckle Up very well, but do they have the same thing in that one? I don't remember it very well either. I guess nah. we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. It probably will be pretty soon, too. Oh shit, here we go. So the the goons get uh, thwarted. They leave, and they they eventually go to Japan. Oh no! Hold on. I, so the the there's the moment where the henchman asks, like like who the fuck are you guys? And we, we're the three ninjas. We're the three ninjas moment, and it's like I didn't know they referred to themselves <laughs> as the three ninjas. I had to pause the movie. And just process that for a second, because that's so fucking daft. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Like, that's... Okay. They should have been like, oh, okay, okay, who who the fuck is that? You know, like... How do you know the title of the movie? How do you... Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking bad. Like, when did they start calling themselves the Three Ninjas? I guess they After just... After the first one. Do, do they? Do, I don't no, remember that. No. They just picked it up between movies. That's a good point, man. What the fuck is that? It's oh, it's so bad. Like I don't even think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the movies ever call themselves the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because that would be fucking silly and stupid. Maybe by the time they get to the third one, because that one's pretty fucking retarded. Oh, you know what? They might. They might. They might. You might be right about that one. <laughs> I'm going to do a review on it soon, so I'll find out. Ooh, can't wait. Oh, shit. I, I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so Grandpa Mori goes to Japan. 
The goons, since they have been thwarted by the three ninjas, they go to Japan as well. Grandpa goes to a J- goes to Japan at a time when you can just casually take a dagger on a plane. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> Those were the days, man. <laughs> yeah, just, oh no, the... that's an artifact. I promise. Yeah, it's gonna lead me to a gold cave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like you could hold so many hostages with that. But the uh, the goons, they decide to just rear-end Grandpa to get him in the hospital. That would have like, been a good scene if it had been, like, executed better. <laughs> if it hadn't been executed like, you know, hackers. It's just the way it's directed is so bad. It's funny because he's, like, this super agile ninja that's pretty strong, but, like, a pretty, like harmless rear end a like, little fender gives him knocks whiplash. him on his ass gives him whiplash he almost died <laughs> yeah i mean he's in the hospital for like four days yeah <laughs> he was in a coma for a while they we rushed him to sh- surgery <laughs> we weren't sure if he was gonna make it <laughs> i mean he's 90 years old boy what's his name pat pat uh victor wong victor wong uh, i thought it was pat something no, Poor you're thinking of Miyagi. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. Poor Victor Wong, right? Yeah. Yeah. He can't can't even fucking make it through a, 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 a fucking fender bender, let alone a tremor. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, they, they they steal the wrong bag though. They steal they steal Tum Tum's bag. And of course, they they just show up at the bad guy's house. Uh, open up the bag without... They didn't check on the fucking ride there. Of course, it's revealed they they grabbed the wrong bag after they show up. Like, what kind of fucking doofuses don't check the fucking 15-minute car ride there? Oh, no, these guys are very inept. They are not capable of, of the high-level thought in that that's way. What, that's what happens when one-third of you is Encino Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy can't even complete sentences. They're only as strong as their weakest link. I mean, <laughs> right? So the kids, the three ninjas, they decide. All right, we got to go to Japan to help Grandpa because they found out he's in the hospital and there's some nefarious shit going on. And of course, they are the most qualified to handle it. So they go to Japan. They, I don't know, do some Home Alone style shit with like recording Grandpa's voice to buy a plane ticket. They use ninja ninjatuity. Ninjanuity. Ninja nudity. Ninja nudity? That would be way better. I mean, they do a little bit of ninja nudity when they fight the bad ninjas because they just pull their pants down. That's so, like, they did that in the first film. That's how you defeated, like, the the ninja joker guy. (laughs) Yeah. Ninja joker. I forgot about ninja joker. He was cool. Yeah, the the movie should have been about that guy. Well, he's in the prequel. (laughs) <laughs> three anyway, ninjas rising so the kids go to japan and we get some like uh montage of them like driving around japan in this limo like i should set shit. that up a little bit they stop a thief at the airport like a a purse snatcher they like just fucking launch bring, a baseball at his fucking head as he's running away baseball skills yeah 
Oh man, but the 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 music that plays when they're like the montage in the limo is fucking beautiful. <laughs> the K-pop? That's <laughs> Korean music. Is it Korean music? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why is it K-pop and not J-pop? All the all the music is Korean music in this movie. I don't know, maybe it was cheaper. Uh, like, did they think American audiences wouldn't be able to notice anyway? Probably. <laughs> they were like, ah, they, there's no, nobody's gonna notice. It's the 1994. The, the thing about the K-pop montage is that nothing happens. Like, it's a montage to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even like the uh, the scene in Big Fat Liar when they first arrive in Los Angeles and it's like a montage of them checking out Los Angeles. They don't really check out Japan. They just no. kind of just have moments of doing random things and it's very very like uh anticlimactic and boring yeah it just stops they they have there's like a thing where they bow too much i guess it's a joke i don't know what the fuck they're going i was mostly dancing to the music i'm not gonna (laughs) lie it's getting down It's getting down, dude. I gotta learn. I gotta work on my moves after this. So they they go to visit Grandpa in the hospital. They have the dagger, and he says, "All right, I need you guys to go to this like martial arts tournament, and whoever wins, just fucking pawn it off on them. Let the villains go after <laughs> it's them. Their problem now. They can probably handle it if they win the contest, even though it's like a kids' contest. Yeah. Good luck, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we gonna bring up Grandpa's uh, nurse? I mean, we can. All right, we did. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> she annoyed the fuck out of me as a kid, but during this, I was just like, she doesn't need to be here. What is she doing? Yeah, it's she's not. She's no brick top from you know the the brick top babysitter from the first movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 she goes to Mori. She's like, "Do you know what nemesis means? <laughs> a righteous infliction of retribution manifested by an appropriate agent, personified in this case by a horrible cunt, me." And then she like sumo sumo drops him. <laughs> yeah, fat bitch. <laughs> I love snatch. I do too. It's such a good movie. All right, so there's that. Uh, why don't you tell us about the martial arts contest that the kids are watching? You mean Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah, well, of course. <laughs> so, what the fuck? There's so many subplots that this movie's trying to juggle. Like, they, they're playing baseball at first, and then 20 minutes later, they're in Mortal Kombat. And they're, they're just hanging out watching. There's one, one ninja that is doing particularly well. But Colt yeah. thinks that he can take him. It's not so tough. Colt, the old, the old hothead, you know, the uh, headstrong Colt. So Colt sneaks away in a scene. I guess they cut out of the movie. Somehow they just let him into the tournament. I guess they they weren't checking, to make sure you know, like he's actually supposed to be there. He takes someone's like uniform, so. I think he's posing as one of the other contestants, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't really matter because he gets his ass kicked by... And, it, like, this movie has a lot of moments like this, but when it's revealed uh, who he was fighting, everybody's all like, 
it's a girl and they yeah. keep they, the whole movie they do shit like that it's a girl yeah yeah it, it's always a girl a girl a girl a girl it's a girl god damn who cares god damn like, it who cares so she is Mio. She is a kid their age, and she is really good at martial arts. She's better than the three ninjas. Yes, she is the White Ranger. She's the fourth ninja. <laughs> and I guess pretty quickly the kids become friends with her, and she lets them stay with her for a while because they don't really have anywhere to stay in Japan. They did not plan this trip very well. No, because they're a bunch of fucking kids. Why would they? <laughs> But things always work out for these kids, you know? Like, they can just kind of go to Japan. They can use their grandpa's voice in a recording. They can make it work. They can cue up the tape at the right time. It's a perfect time. Hello, Mr. Shintado? Hi, how are you today? I'm all right. That's nice. I just took a reservation from a young man. My grandson. Yes, that's what he told me. Three seats this afternoon, too. Oh, cute. So I have your authorization for three first-class children's tickets to Tokyo, totaling eleven thousand three hundred and sixty-four dollars. I'm sorry. Is this amount okay with you? Speaking of just shit working out for him, it just so happens that this girl is part of the Japanese Bad News Bears. And <laughs> yes. In exchange for ninja lessons, they offer her baseball lessons. What do you know? Right. Because they're so good. They're so they're <laughs> so good at baseball because we've seen them dominating in the beginning of the film. <laughs> yeah. They got fucking wrecked by a kid that was like farting and like... Oh, dude. Yeah. They got fucking wrecked by the fucking fat kid from Stand By Me. Yeah. Lardass or, uh, or the other kid? Vern. Oh, hold on. Hmm? No. Uh, I'm thinking of the Goonies. No, <laughs> whatever. One of the tropey fat kids, right? Yeah, one of the he looks like every fat kid trope ever. Is my point. So we get another montage of training, and this one I think even has a sweeter K-pop song. Yeah, there's so many montages, and like, there's not a lot of plots being told. You know? Yeah, the plot is just weird. I. There's so many things going on in the plot. I'll, 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 it's like, there's the baseball, the, the fighting tournament. They're they're from Patusan. They're adopted. They're, they're from Patusan. There's a fucking Sith Wayfinder. Yeah. They never explain how Palpatine comes back. There's just so many goddamn things going on. Tum <laughs> uh, Tum wants to be a sumo, though. That's mentioned a few times. They're just, yeah, because the writers know of things from Japan. So we got samurai, sumo wrestlers. What a, what other shit do we got? We're out? Well, I guess they're fighting Native Americans in the third film. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like all of the stereotypical Japanese shit. Tum Tum just wants to be a sumo because he wants to eat a lot. Look, it worked out so well for the Hawaiian sumo known as Honda. Yeah, the Honda. Yeah. Or it's just Honda, I guess, in the Street Fighter movie. Or, no, I think they call him Edmund Honda. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. No. I think so. Edmund. I gotta double check, but I think so. I've watched that movie so many fucking times. <laughs> so uh, what happens is they decide to give the 
dagger to the Grandmaster. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a trap. It's really it's always uh, a trap. It's always a trap. It's really Koga in disguise, and he's got a bunch of henchmen. You we're, keep we're saying kinda... Koga and like the bad guy from Double Dragons, like Kokashuko or some shit. I keep wanting you to say Kokashuko. <laughs> Kokashuko. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, there's so many. All these like ninja fucking movies from the 90s blur together. They really do. They it... all feel like one movie. What do you think of these uh, ninja action scenes, but particularly this one? Uh, so the choreography is definitely better than the first film. I'm going to say that. The, they clearly were able to hide their stunt, du- stunt doubles a little bit better. They don't have the kids doing all of their stunts, which is pretty apparent in the first film, and which is why it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, particularly in the opening scene, it's so clearly an Asian gentleman that's, <laughs> that's Rocky in a mask. <laughs> I think one of the funnier bits is like all the ninjas, they pull out swords on the kids, but one of them just pulls out a cell phone. Oh yeah, I yeah. Uh, it's like I a 90s like, like long antenna like cell phone that he's got like on his other pouch or whatever. Yeah, I missed that bit the first time around, but I caught it the second time. Yeah, what a, what a classic, not totally dated joke. Cause everybody's got a phone like that now. And the kids eventually do get captured, just like the first movie. Oh man, it's like repeating all of the same shit just in Japan. Oh, especially right here, man, because they, he, they, the they guy takes him to like his Asian ninja gentleman. compound. Yeah. Oh yeah, the ninja. He even calls it the ninja compound. <laughs> he does. He's like, this is my ninja compound where I train my army. This is my ninja compound. My army trains here. <laughs> Well, if anyone said, like, isn't that a silly name? He'd be like, what the fuck do you think? I train ninjas here. It's a compound. It's my ninja compound. Fuck off. Yeah, what? Did you expect something poetic? (laughs) We're ninjas, not fucking legit businessmen with marketing strategy. They all have yin-yangs, too, just like the first one. It's probably the three ninjas movies that got my obsession with yin-yangs as a kid, because I would draw yin-yangs everywhere, like... Anytime I was doing like homework or anything, there'd be like a little yin yang in the corner. <laughs> did they? Did they just fucking reuse the ninja costumes? And I didn't notice. Maybe I don't know. There's yin yangs everywhere. I'm telling you. Yeah, I did notice that. There's yin yangs fucking everywhere. He's got like just because they there's no continuity. He's got like karate people with like geese. He's got samurais and ninjas. What the fuck is going on? And the the three fucking stooges that we talked about earlier, they oh go after Mori. Oh my god, Mori. I have it written down as three stooges too. <laughs> I was like, this is the moment we call them the three stooges. <laughs> they go after uh, Mori, but like he still kicks their ass in a wheelchair, which uh, is pretty and then, cool. And then the nurse throws him out of a window. Yeah, she fucking launches him. Yeah. I wish it would have killed him, but, you know, it's whatever. No, it's a kid's movie. Nobody dies in kids' movies. He does end up getting captured, though, by, like, the, the actual useful because, goon. Yeah, yeah, because they fucking repeat the plot points, man. It's, like, by a fat Asian henchman that's way more competent than the three henchmen they hire. Yeah, they got another one of those. Look, 
Every successful business has one of those. They hired the Japanese Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Definitely. The bald guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets kidnapped anyway. Don't they get kidnapped at this point too? Well, the kids who have escaped, they have to like fight loads and loads oh, of ninjas. This is the lame escape where they pretend to escape. They, yeah, they pretend to escape. They trick the guard again. Which is a little bit more elaborate than them just phoning the guard from the first movie. Like, uh, call me back. I'm in the, I'm in the kid cell. And the guy falls for it. <laughs> and the, the phone operator in a ninja costume in the first yeah. one. <laughs> is that you, Frank? Is that you, Frank? This seems a little bit more clever. So I'll give them that. Even though it's another fucking repeated plot point. It works. They kids get out. They fight hordes and hordes of ninjas. It's pretty weak, but they do get to some mini bosses. Yes. Oh man. And they're bringing back the, the another fucking plot point about hitting the uh, the the right pressure points to light up the eyes. But it's like a uh, double dragon. One of your bosses will be like this big guy and then later on in another level it'll be like two of that same boss <laughs> yeah so it's like two of the guy now it's two abobos <laughs> two abobos that you gotta fight <laughs> so yeah they're all hitting the pressure points and lighting up the eyes because one of the guys is like sumo yeah, there's no fucking theme at all. He's like, hey, you're Japanese, right? And you're Japanese. Like, come join my ninja compound. But I'm a sumo. Hey, come on. Like, sumo, like, it's just like a sport, right? Like, he's not like... Yeah, I don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Like the equivalent of like you going through the Matrix, and on the top roof there just happens to be a UFC fighter. <laughs> no, it'd be more like it, if it was like fucking... Like Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. Yes, like. yes. We're like, yeah. Imagine Neo fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin on <laughs> yeah. the rooftop in the Matrix. That's what's going on here. Why is there a sumo in a diaper? Is it because Tum Tum wanted to be a sumo? Because full circle. I guess. So they all go down to the uh, the cave, which is kind of, I guess, the whole point. Like the villain Koge, he wants to get into the cave so that he can find this gold treasure that's like they arrive myth. on the set of uh, national treasure like a super weak version of it but yeah <laughs> like legends of the hidden temple <laughs> yeah it's it's national treasure with a legends of the hidden temple budget yes yes <laughs> if you tried to do indiana jones on a nickelodeon budget <laughs> Or like a early MTV movies budget. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is like, the, like you remember when uh, Tupac did his music video and it was Mad Max on a budget. This is that equivalent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everyone's in the cave. They find the gold. Basically, the villain has a gun though on Mori, Grandpa Mori, and the kids because he lacks honor. Yes, he definitely does. Well, I mean, honestly. It's the better thing to do. I mean, it worked out so well for Indiana Jones. I mean, it's it's in my pitch, so I can't really knock it. It's <laughs> just use guns. You know what I mean? Make it a Seagal movie. Well, you know, like eventually you gotta you gotta put down the fist and pick up the gun. Exactly. How does Colt stop the gunman? Oh man. Is this? Are we talking about the point where he throws a little tiny ball, the little yeah, PB, little BB-sized pellet? 
What does he call it? He's like, he's like, I got a ninja ball or something like that. Yeah, I think he did call it a ninja ball. Like, what the fuck is a ninja ball? You can't just find a random thing and be like, oh, it's a ninja button. Oh, it's a nin- ninja cigarette butt. Like, it's a, it's a ninja fork. What? Yeah. <laughs> just because you put ninja in front of it doesn't. What does that mean? You explain yourself a little bit more. So yeah, and then it like comically like it it like blows up and gets like this Home Alone style like black smoke all over his face. It looks like it honestly he gets taken out in a similar fashion in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> 3 when the bell lands on him, he's all smoky and poofy like that. And his hair's up, yeah. I guess yeah. you're right, it's the same fucking thing. Oh dude, the poor actor can't catch a break. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> this movie's not that good. <laughs> no, but that's okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's not as it w- charming as the first one. It was never going to be. Yeah, you got some big shoes to fill. <laughs> Try to live up to the hype of three fucking ninjas here. So, for no reason at all, the caves start collapsing. Oh, because Indiana Jones. Because every movie with a cave, the cave starts collapsing. And when they're escaping the cave, they like send Tum Tum through this door, and he does like some Tum Tum shit where he like opens up the door and he's like, they're all like relieved and he's eating, and everybody goes, Tum Tum. But if you pay attention, like even the bad guys, like Tum Tum, like, did you know his fucking name? <laughs> Why are you saying it too? Why do you find this charming? You were trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to kill his grandpa like 25 seconds ago. But they're cool now, right? They're grandpa cool and... now. He's even like slow learner. Like this guy tried to kill you three minutes ago. Like you don't want to piss him off and maybe him try to kill you again? No? All right, cool. Yeah, just mock him for learning slow in life. <laughs> He's learned his lesson. He's learned his lesson. He's a good guy now. So the kids, they've won the day there in Japan, <laughs> but they Kylo still have... Rins it. <laughs> they, they still have some unfinished business stateside, don't they? Oh, shit, do they? They still... Luckily, just because everything fucking works out for our three ninjas, they, uh, they're able to make it back to the baseball game just in time because... Japan's a day ahead. Or, or two days. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Japan's <laughs> ahead of us. So they're able to make it back in time to the fucking baseball game. Where they bring a special guest. Oh yeah, they, they have Mio now on their side. And they, it's another it's a girl moment? Like, yeah, you've done this yeah. like five times in the fucking movie. Yeah, it's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's not that big of a deal at this point. <laughs> even, even the announcer's like, it's up to number 21. Oh, we don't have her, uh, him on file. It's like... Yeah, this player's not on the roster. I wonder who it could be. Yeah, it's, it's so... It's a girl. It's so yeah. telegraphed. For, yeah, even the announcer's like, buy a girl. <laughs> like, what? It's like that It's Always Sunny, like when... D is like trying out for the Eagles or whatever. Yes. And she like kicks the ball and she's like, I'm a woman. And she like takes off the helmet. I'm about to demonstrate to all of you my natural abilities as a punter. I'm going to kick this ball 60 yards right in front of your faces and I'm going to do it. As a woman. Oh, that's right. I'm a woman. And I'm a 
about to show up? Yeah. It's uh, that. Except for, you know, it, it works out in this case. So they do have their big game, and I, I guess they can counteract the fart kid now by putting clothespins well, on their nose. They win because Colt gets a new bat, and that gives him some sort of special power. Something, right? He's able to, he's able to like, hit balls now for some reason because he gets a special bat. And, like, a little motivation from Mio. Oh, yeah, totally. But, yeah, after they win the game, we get the extra inning in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, because the bullies, like, that's not enough, you know? They gotta not go. enough. We gotta, me and my rat tail have got to fight you. <laughs> you got to tuck that in. Someone pulls what? that and you're done. Why didn't they get the other fat kid from the, the original movie? I wanted to see what he was up to. <laughs> the one that's all like, hey, horsey, how about some hay? Laugh. Laugh. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess he didn't make the cut on the baseball team for the Mustangs. No, that kid couldn't do the cardio. Dude, uh, did are we even going to acknowledge why why Tum Tum's still on the same team as like all these like 14-year-old kids? Oh I, man. I, I noticed know that on. right at the beginning. I was just like, oh, it does uh, who cares? It that Tum Tum kid matter. is awful. I just wish I was home. I want to see mom and dad. I want to be in my own house. I want to eat a real cheeseburger with real cheese. Oh, it's so bad. They still can't get a fat chubby kid to be Tum... He's, <laughs> that's like Tum Tum's thing. He's supposed to be a fat tubby kid. And for two movies straight, they just can't get a fat tubby kid. <laughs> I mean, he, look, I'm sorry to say this. I, I'm always kind of sad, but the little dipshit award goes to the Tum Tum kid. Fuck you, you little dipshit. Yeah, I guess they they officially give Tum Tum a phrase now. He's got a catchphrase where he's like, "Let's murderize him." Let's murderize him. Let's murderize him. Yeah, he says that once in the first one. He says that once in the first movie, but now it's like a catchphrase where he says it like four or five fucking times. Yeah, they, this kid is struggling on screen. So like, what what they do with him is they just have him look at the camera. They go really close up and they just have him shout a line. Yeah, he probably learned one line per take. <laughs> I'm sorry, kid, if you're listening. By the way, oh, you're dude, probably he's totally listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's got to be like a a director's kid or a producer's kid or something. There's no yeah. way this kid outbeat other people in an audition of some sort. <laughs> I'm not buying that. I feel like they put these movies together pretty quickly, you know? Like, they... I don't know how long the screening process was to... <laughs> they're just well, like, it was probably, like, the second the second string of actors that didn't make the cut for the first movie. They're like, congratulations, you're the cast in the sequel. Uh, did we talk about the Mio at the very end? She, like, beats oh. up the bullies? Oh, no, 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 no. So, th for some reason, they're like... They're like, all right, we're going to settle this Mortal Kombat style. Your best guy versus our best guy. And the rat tail bully decides to pick the girl? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of wife beater shit is that? Yeah, this kid's he thinks gonna it'll be an easy win. fucking dipshit. It's going to grow up to be fucking Jake Lloyd or Justin Bieber. <laughs> Oh yeah, he fixed the girl. What? Yeah, what kind of? Do, and it, yeah, obviously, obviously he loses. And then Tum Tum looks at the cameras all like, "And what are you gonna do? Eh? Eh? Hmm. I tried to warn him." 
That's all, folks. Yeah, you do. No, 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 no. Right at the main end of it, they do the fucking Looney Tunes where he's like, that's all, folks. I hope there's more food in our next adventure. See you next time. Bye. Oh, what a masterpiece. What is this movie? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is it better than Knuckle Up or is it worse? Uh, I will let you know when I rewatch Knuckle Up. <laughs> I guess we'll let each other know because we'll probably be doing that one in the uh, not too distant future. Sooner rather than later. <laughs> so, Josh, on any rating scale you want, what are you going to give Three Ninjas Kickback? I think I'm going to give it a uh, two. Two, it's a girl's out of ten. It's a girl? It's a girl? Yes. Calm down. It's a girl. You guys, you guys act like you've never seen a fucking girl before. Didn't you love Emily? It's, we didn't even bring up the fact that like the they bring back the Rocky loves Emily song, but it's Rocky loves Mio. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even notice that. Yes, my uh, brother. If you're listening, he's not. But my brother's name is Jerome, and we call him Rome for short. And growing up, we used to. Rework the lyrics as Romy loves Emily. And uh, so, like, that kind of stuck with me as a kid. So, when I heard the same thing, like, that Rocky loves me, yo, I was like, oh, it doesn't even work. It doesn't have the right meter. It doesn't even have the right. You guys are struggling so hard. At least they got the Lisa Di Marino. Lisa yes. Di Marino. Yeah, that works. I can't wait to see what they do for Knuckle Up. Is he going to fall in love with Pocahontas? You know he is. A tale as old as time. A tale as old as time. Anything else on your rating? This movie's got so many goddamn things going on, it's hard to keep track. It would it would get to the point where it'd bring back a plot point, and I, I would be like, legitimately like, oh, I forgot that was a thing. Like, oh, I forgot they played baseball for the first ten minutes of the movie. Like... I was so wrapped up in the fucking tournament that they introduced 20 minutes later. And the fucking Indiana Jones treasure hunt, 30 minutes after that, like, oh god. So it's not as focused as the first one. It's it's really the secret of the ooze of the story of the series. High praise. High praise. That's high <laughs> praise. Secret of the ooze is better. I am going to give this... Secret of uh, the Use had a Super Shredder. We did not get a Super Snyder. Oh, that, that would be that awesome. Been, that would have been dope. I'm going to give this... Uh, yeah, 2 out of 10. Ninjas. Ninja stars. Ninja forks. Whatever. Any inanimate object can be a ninja, ninja thing. It's getting 2 out of 10 of those. It's not good, and it's not charming like the first one. I mean, it's... There's a little bit of nostalgia striking for me here and there when I watch some scenes, but it's it's pretty bad. But yeah. it has a little bit of comedy to it, so that's that's why it's a two and not a one or a zero. Because there's it's kind of so bad it's good at times. It's definitely no pocket ninjas, which I guess we're gonna have to work to work to at some point. I'm scared of pocket ninjas. Ironically, you know, Robert Zadar looks like Thanos, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been leading up to this rest in peace Robert Zadar <laughs> that dude had a face if I've ever it, seen one. Oh my god have you seen Tango and Cash no 
Holy shit. They make a point about his face in that movie. They call him Conan the Barbarian at one point. That guy's face is like two faces. <laughs> it's two faces worth of face. <laughs> That's a lot of face. That's my Godzilla gonna, 98. We're going to need a bigger face. <laughs> so, uh, Josh, I, I really thank you for joining me on this uh, quick review of Three Ninjas Kickback. Um, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Review Inc. or in Review Incorporated. You can also type just Review D, uh, Review Dude, D double O D. I do, uh, let's just say I make fun of movies. Certainly do. And uh, thank you again, Josh. I really like your videos. Your newest video, Cabin Fever, is awesome. I highly recommend anyone listening to this check it out. It's so funny. Thank you. And thank you, sir. If you want to write in, you can email us at bigdumbmovie at gmail.com. You can shoot me a movie suggestion if you're feeling brave. If you're listening on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Let us know what your favorite K-pop song is. And, uh... <laughs> There's so, so many to choose from. I know, I know it may take everybody a while to narrow it down. <laughs> I know nothing about K-pop other than, to me, it just sounds silly. But hey. I Believe it or not, I have a cousin that's really into K-pop. Right in, Josh's cousin. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. You'll hear more of me and Josh on the Big Dumb Movie Ninja series. Thank you for listening. We love you. I'm going for mine every time you see me. Laugh and treat me bad, but you can't defeat me. I believe in myself, that's why you can't fade this. With a full logical, totally awesome arrangement. Prepare for any situation. Be it good, bad, or even petty application. Hanging out of school, trying to gain a reputation. All it's going to get you is a long vacation. Power. Power the kids. Power. Kids. Power. Power the kids. Power. What a what a what? What is really going on? What makes you think you just gonna disrespect me, your friends, your family, and all the people around you? Ain't nothing gonna happen. I don't even think so. Hey, believe in yourself. Hey. <laughs> Nobody move, nobody get hurt. Man, you ain't gonna do that. Yo, watch me work as I persist to this and uplift the rapper grip. What up with that? <laughs> Check this. Self-control, I'll fall with a goal. My life is what it's cold, so don't try to get bold. Ain't looking for no trouble, don't want to bust your bubble. I got the power of one, son. Power. Power to get power. Yeah, get power. Because of ninja, I am good at swinging the butt. What?
You know, swing my butt. You mean your bat? Yes, my butt.